Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, folks, it's Wednesday night. We're at the debate table, and we're ready to give you another spirited show. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. And coming in right now, ladies and gentlemen, to join me live here on this episode of the debate number seventeen is the Black Widow, Mrs. Brock Lesnar, Mrs. Randy Orton. She's all those things, and then some, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring her in right now, ladies and gentlemen. None other than the host of Attitude Radio, if you will, with her brother Gerard T. Smith, the one and only, only Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, how are you tonight? No, I'm okay. Yep, I'm doing the same hard. It's not a bad night. However, it's a little muggy, but it's not too bad. And uh, as I was telling everyone, of course, I gave him the phone number. And, of course, I've got to give the ID number, 139-925-POUND, in case you're wondering. You can talk to us right now. Tonight, Michelle and I got a great show lined up. We usually have the third member of our party, the King Madness himself, Mr. Gerard T. Smith, joins us. But due to uh, some circumstances that we uh, are unsure of, he is uh, not joining us here at the debate table. But tonight, folks, Michelle is joining me. And boy, oh boy, we got a great debate show for you lined up, however, as we got two things to discuss. The first of which, of course, is something that happened in the old bean's head here. Yes, the old bean being me in this case, however. As last night, however, as you know, on the Busting Revolution show, I was uh, kind of uh, watching some old-school matches from some old-school arenas. And that got me thinking, Howard. Tonight, however, on the debate show, however, we're going to play a little game, I thought to say, turn back the old school into the new school. What that means specifically is we're going to pick two particular pay-per-views, and the ones that I've chosen are Starcade and WrestleMania, the first ever Starcade, the first ever WrestleMania. And we're going to tell you what we think, however, that the card should have been like compared to what, what it but it was then what it should be like now, however, many years later, I mean, we can also tell you what arenas we're going to be hosting these events in. I mean, we know that the first Starcade and the first WrestleMania, of course, were held respectively in New York City, New York at Madison Square Garden, and then also in Greensboro, North Carolina at the legendary Greensboro Coliseum. But in this case, we're not going to use the Greensboro Coliseum in MSG in this case. No, no. We're going to pick our own arena, and we're also going to make our own dream lineup card, if you will. Sort of like... Uh, fantasy, however, in a way, however, as we will also pit, we can pit old school versus old school still in this case, in a different environment, in a different arena, or new school versus old school, and it's going to be kind of fun, actually, so with that being said, however, let us uh, go to Michelle right now, and uh, Michelle, do you have an arena that you would like to pick right now? Uh, an arena? Yes. Uh, Richmond Coliseum. Ah, that is a good choice because Mid-Atlantic used to host many great moments there, I remember. Okay, that's good. All right, the Richmond Coliseum is good enough for Michelle. And for me, I will take the Atlanta Omni down there in Atlanta, Georgia. They hosted many great events over the years, including Starcade 85 and Starcade 86. And as we said, folks, you'll see what we're going to be doing here during the course of the show and weigh in with our thoughts. So with that said, we're going to put uh, together, uh, I think we're going to put together 10 matches. Yeah, 10 matches. Uh, again, these can be old school versus old school still. They can be old school versus new school. They can also have a gimmick match or they can have a stipulation, if you will, however. So uh, that being said, however, we'll uh, explain as we go along. With that said, however, let's turn it over to Miss Richmond Coliseum herself, however, with her first match of the show. What will it be there in the Richmond Coliseum kicking off your show? Okay, so we're doing old school versus new school. Oh, this could be fun. Um, it's going to be also old school versus old school, too, however. Too. Oh, still, I know. Yeah. My kickoff is going to be the one and only Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. Where's Dan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I can rub it in his face, but I picked him first. Right. Um, 
Tiffany versus the one, the only, the undisputed, the architect himself, Seth Rollins. Wow, so from the main event to the opening match of the night, two great guys going out of the gate early here at the Richmond Coliseum. That would be a great match there. That that, that should be a super matchup in more ways. And, of course, we'll also weigh in with our thoughts on each match as well. Michelle, I know you like both of these guys, but if there's a winner you have to pick here, who would it be? Uh... <laughs> uh. Mr. Perfect, I'm sorry, I have to say Mr. Perfect with, with a huge, huge slide. Yes, I think he would win that one too, I would agree. I think it would be a very good match. I mean, those guys could go about 10 or 15 minutes. However, I think they would have the crowd excited in the Coliseum, so I would agree with you there as well. Okay, for my first match in the Omni will be, however, sort of unique here. I'm going to go with Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff taking on... Uh, let's see. Who will Mr. Wonderful go up with? Uh, let's go with Mr. Wonderful versus KO right out of the game. Yes. Two guys who, uh, really in their own way, however, are not fan favorites, however, but I think these two would, uh, kick off the show, however, in a big way, however. Uh, this is a tough one to call, but I'm going to go with Mr. Wonderful on this one. What would you say? Um, I'm going to go with KO. Okay. Okay. Good choice, good choice. All right, what is our next match in the Coliseum for Tail? Uh, the one, the only, Mr. Hot Scott himself, Roddy Roddy Piper versus the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose. And is there going to be a stipulation in this one? I'm going to say Street Fight. Ooh, okay, a Richmond street fight here, okay. The Hot Scott versus the Lunatic Fringe here, very good match here. I like this one, however. All right, uh, overall, who do you like in this one? Roddy Piper. You know what? As much as I love Piper, however, and he is a brawler, no doubt about it. I mean, these guys would go about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I could see. However, I'm going to pick Dean Ambrose. I think Dean would uh, hold his own, however. And it would be a you know, it would be like one of those, like last night, J.D., no contest, really. I mean, yeah, it would. You're right. And, of course, we'll be talking more about that coming up here in just a little bit on the Revolution show of last night's SmackDown, which was a very interesting night there. In Knoxville, Tennessee, so uh, be ready, however, at 9 o'clock, however, we're going to have a lot to talk about here on the Revolution Show. The call ID is one three eight zero five five pounds Okay, my next match is a good one here. It's going to be a tag match. I'm going to put the Briscoe Brothers, Jack and Jerry, against American Alpha, believe it Ooh. You talk about four great guys who, I mean, we know about Jack and Jerry being the multiple-time champions of the old Mid-Atlantic Territory and, of course, Georgia Championship Wrestling taking on the newbies, uh, Gable and Jordan. I think these guys would have a phenomenal match uh, straight down the middle. However, uh, it's tough to call, but you know what? I'm going to go with American Alpha and a mild upset here. I think they could pull it out against the uh, Briscoe boys. What do you think? Yeah, I'd have to say American Alpha as well. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 a tough one. Like I said, I mean, I mean, like I said, these four are just would I mean mesh so well, and the crowd would be split because I mean we know Jack and Jerry back in the day used to have battles with Sergeant Sarandon, Canoodle, Steamboating Youngblood, but uh, again, it would go a good bit twenty twenty five minutes, however, and I think the fans would be solidly entertained with these two. So I want to pick, like I said, the Briscoes here. I just think the Briscoes and their mentality will pull it out somehow against American Alpha. All right, on to match number three. Mm, okay, I'm going to go uh, tag team as well. All right. Um, I'm going to say... <laughs> and then I'm going to kick myself in the ass afterwards. Um, uh, uh, oh, my God, I just had it in my head. What the hell's the thing? Um, shit. Hold on, JD. I'm sorry. Take your time. No, it's a problem. Take your time. Take your time. Um, you got time. Oh, okay. The New Age Outlaws. Yes. Versus Enzo and Cass. Ooh, another good one. Okay. 
Okay. Um, this is this would be very entertaining. Of course, the Outlaws, multiple time, many times champion, uh, against uh, probably the newbies on the block and zone cast who are definitely getting over more and more by the week. Uh, to say best, how you doing? Uh, what do you got on this one, Michelle? <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> um, gosh. Uh, you know, it, this is going to be really surprising, but I'm going to say in zone cast. I feel really bad because you know I love Billy Gunn, but I have to say in zone cast. Ooh, okay. Uh, you know what? I think these four would do real well with each other, but at the end of the day, I think I have to agree with you there. I think end zone cast would be a little bit tougher than uh, the Outlaws. Not to say the Outlaws are a bad team, because they were a hell of a team. Well, you got seven-foot tall cast, yeah. you know. Yep. And uh, we know the Road Dog likes his shucking and jiving, however, and everything like that. But uh, it's 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 a tough call again. But at the end of the day, I would have to agree. I think Enzo and Cass would definitely be over and uh, definitely get the crowd rocking. So I would take them, too. All right, my next match is a good one here. We'll put Terry Funk in a match, and this will be, however, um, let's go uh, Street Fight. Since you went Street Fighter, I'm going to go Street Fight in my turn. And we'll put Terry Funk in the ring with, let's just say, a certain guy by the name of Mr. Um, who am I thinking of here? I need a good one here. You know what? I'm going to put Terry Funk in the ring. And I hate to do this, Michelle. You're going to really hate me for doing this, though. But I'm going to put him in a street fight with your man, the Swiss Superman, Mr. Cesaro. Ah. This would be interesting because can Cesaro hold his own against the hardcore legend Terry Funk? I think it's going to be a good 25, 30 minutes here, but at the end of the day, I think Cesaro somehow gets the swing in and he beats the Funker. What do you think? Mm. This will be a terrific match, first and foremost. Yep. One that I'd love to see. Uh, but I think Cesaro could take him. Mm hmm. Certainly. Certainly. All right, so far, three matches in, and we are on to match number four. We go back to the Richmond Coliseum. What do we got on the docket next? Okay, you're going to love this. So I'm I'm going big man here. All right. Um, The Undertaker. Yes. Now. The Undertaker now. Yes. Versus Baron Corbin. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a good match there. Mr. Ender Days versus the Phenom himself. With Paul Bear, oh yes, and of course he will have the great Percy Pringle the Third, better known to you people as Paul Bear, in his corner. This is going to be another doozy. Michelle, what do you got for us? Um, I'm saying Undertaker. I would have to agree. I think the Undertaker would hold his own. I mean, it's going to be a tough fight, no question about it. He's going to have to battle out the end of days. However, I, I don't think I don't think Baron Corbin could take him. I really don't. Yes. I think it would be entertaining, however. Uh, It would be very unique, however. But at the end of the day, I think The Undertaker would come through in a big-time way. So I would agree with you on that one. All right, my next match is a good one here. This is going to be Big Man versus Little Man, sort of like reminiscent of WrestleMania 1 in this case. Uh It will be King Kong. This is going to make you laugh. This will be King Kong Bundy taking on... I'm going to say Sami Zayn. King Kong versus Sami. This is tough for Sami to overcome, however. I think King Kong is just going to be too strong with the avalanche. Your thoughts about this one? You know, um, I like King Kong Bundy. was never a big fan of him, but I respect him, of course, as well as all the other wrestlers for what he does. But uh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is on a different level for me because High flyer, um, very technical, uh, very focused. Um, he has great charisma in the ring. I don't, I don't. I've never really seen him have a bad opponent uh-huh. uh, that he takes on that he doesn't have chemistry with in some way, shape, or form. So I'm saying Sami Zayn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, it's tough because, I mean, Bundy's a big guy, no question about that. I mean, Sammy, for him to try doing the hula of a kick, I think that's good, however, but as far as doing some some other maneuvers, however, whether or not he can uh, do the blue thunder bomb on him, that that's tough. I mean, you're picking up 450, 500 pounds of uh, just pure 
just machine, and and that would be tough. But if he could pull it off, it'd be a miracle. I mean, I know his back would be sore and really, really hurting for weeks. But uh, I don't know. I just think Bundy's just too strong here. All right, we're into our fifth match. But before we do that, let's give you the number again: one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one three nine nine two five pound. This is a very special episode here, episode seventeen of Old School versus New School. Here on the debate with me tonight in Virginia, there live, not far from the Richmond Coliseum, where she will be attending back last year. And just about a month from now is the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and of course here in Pittsburgh, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared T. Girolamo. Okay, Michelle. We're back to you for the fifth match. What do you got? Okay, let's see. Um. Oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Now it's going Chad. Um. <laughs> um. I'm gonna say. Uh. Owen Hart. Yes. <clears throat> Taking on Dolph Ziggler. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, uh, give us your uh, winner, please. In a no-disqualification match. Ooh, I like that even more. Okay, uh, give us a winner here. Owen Hart, without a doubt. Yeah, I would have to agree. I'm going to take Owen. I, I love Dolph. Yes. And I, I'm going to get on a tangent. Not really a tangent, but a, a factor point on, of him on Revolution, but... Yeah, I love Dolph, and he's great, but he cannot hold the card to Owen Hart. Yes, and I would have to agree there. No question about it. I would have to say Owen Hart as well. However, I mean, he is very, I mean, like I said, we've talked many times over on all the shows. I mean, this is a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame. This guy should be deserving of everything that's coming to him. And uh, I think he would have a good match with Dolph. And at the end of the day, I think the sharpshooter would uh, be only fitting for him to just tap out here. Now, this one's going to really spook you here on the next one. However, as i got two big men going at it here in the next one. Uh, one of them in the form of Andre the Giant, the eighth wonder of the world, ladies and gentlemen. 500-plus pounds of uh, muscle and everything in between. Another big man. I know I'm going with another big man here, folks. But this time, Andre the Giant will have a unique tag team partner in the form of Gorilla Monsoon. Believe it or not, back in the day, Gorilla, we all know, was a pretty good tech team wrestler of his own right. They will take on the team of, let's think about it for a minute here. Okay, I got it. We'll put uh, them against the duo of Haystacks Calhoun and Big John Stud, if you will. So talk about a large uh, way. I mean, they're going to have to put two rings together with these four guys, I think, considering how big all four of these guys are. Uh, I'm going to go with Andre and the Gorilla here on this one, how are beating Big John in Haystacks, Calhoun. Uh, your thoughts about this one, Michelle? Uh, I'm going to agree with you. All right. All right. All right, you're up next. Okay. Let me see. Um. <laughs> um going to say, okay, I'm going to go um, the all-time, five-time, five-time, five-time champion, Booker T. Yes. To take on Titus O'Neil. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a very, very good one there. And a false count, false no count, whatever the hell it's called. No, no false count anywhere or whatever. Yes, yes. Yes. And uh, my pick is Booker T. And I would have to agree there. I think Booker T would hold his own. Again, he would go about 15, 20 minutes with Titus. I think he can do some pretty good things here. So I would go with that as well. All right. My next match, however, is a specialty martial arts match, if you will. Ooh. It will pit two legends that, well, were uh, somewhat everyone thought were related in a way, but they never were related. We'll put the great Muta in action, and he will oppose, however, a guy who has had some martial arts training in his background, the artist formerly known as Kabuki, if you will. And I will take Muta in this one. Yeah, I'm going with Muta as well. All right. You're up next again. Okay, let me think. I've been thinking of some good ones here. I'm proud of myself. Um, yes. <laughs> um, 
let me think. I'm going to say Brett the Hitman Hart. Back in action one more time. Uh, well, I did Owen Hart. Right? Oh, you did Owen. Sorry. Okay, so we're going to go Brett now. Yes. And I'm going to say Tyson. Uh, you know, Nettie Tyson. Oh, Kidd. Tyson Kidd. Ooh, family uh, member versus family member here. Okay. Uh, Brett is my pick. And I would have to agree with you on that one. I think Brett would give him all he can, but at the end of the day, I think Tyson will be hearing the words, however, you tapped out, you tapped out, you tapped out. Yep. Yep. All right, here's a good one. I got a fatal four-way cruiserweight match next. We'll put these four, and the first one who makes the pinfall wins the cruiserweight title. It will be Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho, Neville, and Rey Mysterio Jr. Yikes. Yeah. This one, I think, would steal the show in a heartbeat. They're all good in their own way, but at the end of the day, I think the master of the 619 picks up the win, however, by pinning Neville, however, as those two will be the last, last two standing when it's all said and done, however. So that's my pick. You said who? I went with Rey Mysterio and the Fatal Four Way, and he pinned Neville. No, um, I'm going to say uh, Dean Malenko with the win over pinning Mysterio. Ooh, and we know they've had history with one another. They actually met at the Great American Bash back in 1996, which was uh, the debut, of course, of Ray Jr. That day, and of course, Dean Malenko, we know about his history. He had some great matches back in the day, teaming up with, of course, uh, his longtime friend and buddy, Eddie Guerrero, which, by the way, I want to thank Rob Feinstein for sending me a copy of that. And if you're looking for a great DVD to watch of two great individuals who've had history with each other in ECW, you owe it to yourself to watch the best of the Guerrero Malenko feud. They've had some great matches over the years in the ECW arena. Of course, they used to team up in WCW for a little while. Or I don't think they did team up in WCW for a while, however. No, they didn't. My mistake. But they did team up in WWE with each other for a little bit when they were the Radicals, but they never teamed up in WCW with each other. So, there you go. All right, here's a great one. This one, however, will be a lights-out match. If you remember those back in the day, Wait, folks. Uh, but I will... Yeah, you're up. But that's, I'm going to say my next match is a lights out match. This is going to be a good one. You're up next. We're, okay, uh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll lose track myself. That's why I asked. Um, no, you're on match number eight now. All right, let's see. Uh, um, oh, gosh, let me think. Um, hmm. <laughs> Gerard would laugh, but, but I'm going to do it for Gerard's sake. Uh, All right. Scott Hall. Yes. Taking on CM Punk. Ooh, that's a good one there. That is a real good one there. Okay, uh, your winner. Mm. Scott Hall. And you know what? I'm going to agree with you there, too. I think Scott Hall... Would uh, definitely hold his own. How are you going to be a great match? However, so I would take him as well. Okay, here's mine. This is a lights out match, folks. And this is going to be a very, very unique match. However, we'll uh, put these three teams into battle. However, mind you, however, but the lights are out. However, and we all know what lights out matches back in the day were like. However, at times, team number one. I am going to put the duo of. The team of, uh, let's see, the North-South Connection, Adrian Adonis and Dirty Dick Murdoch, which were a pretty good team back in the 80s, taking on, let's see, who do I want them to go up against? We'll put them in the ring with, uh, let's say, Blake and Murphy will be team number two. And for my third team, uh... Ooh, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. The Wild Samoans, Alpha and Sika. 
So two old school teams, I know, against uh, the team of uh, Blake and Murphy. My winners of this one will be Blake and Murphy at the end of the night. I'm going to go with them. Your thoughts about these three teams in a lights-out match? I would say Blake and Murphy as well. Okay. Well, folks, we are eight matches in. However, we've had some good ones here in the Omni and the Richmond Coliseum. So next, we're going to the semi-main event. Michelle gives us our semi-main event now. Um, Let's see. Oh, my God. The Honky Tonk Man? Yes. Taking on Fandango. Ooh. Good match here. Okay. Uh, Who do you like in this one? Hmm. This is tough. Uh, I I love the Honky Tonk Man. I I wasn't really a a huge fan, but a a fan. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And Fandango, you know, he's impressed me ever since I watched him on a personal level. Right. Uh, Fandango. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. I'm going to go take the world's greatest man, the man with the, uh, let's just say, um, the man who did the shake, rattle, and roll, and then some, and that is the honky-tonk man himself. And before we get into my... Uh, semi-main event. I just want to let you all know here tonight on NXT, a very interesting night. Of course, Bobby Roode will be making his debut tonight on NXT, so you might want to check that out. Also, the return oh. of Hideo Tommy. So right now, that's uh, not if that was taped a while back, but uh, Hideo Tommy returned tonight back to action for the first time in a few weeks, so that was very exciting to see. And also, Michelle, your uh, boy Mojo Raleigh, believe it or not, was in uh, action, believe it or not, but it didn't last very long. However, as he took on Chris Atkins. Okay, oh, here is my uh, semi-main <laughs> event, and it'll be a women's match. I haven't used the women's match yet, so this is going to be a great women's match here. It'll be a tag team women's match, if you will. We'll pit Sasha Banks with, uh, let's say, her partner will be... Uh, do I really want to do this? Yeah. We'll do a little bit of a twist here. Sasha and the fabulous Moolah teaming up together, taking on the duo of Bailey, and her tag team partner will be uh, Medusa. Bailey Medusa versus Sasha and Moolah here in the semi-main event. Michelle, what do you got for us? Sasha and Moolah. You know what, though? I think they could handle their own with these two. I really could. But it's going to be tough. Uh, it's really, really tough to call. But you know what? I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you there as well. So that is my uh, thoughts overall. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're into the main event. However, as you would expect, our 10th and final match of this uh, unique card. So, Michelle, what does our main event tonight consist of in the Richmond Coliseum? Oh, gosh. I have to make this good. Um, Let's see. Uh, Um, oh, I got it. No, no, I don't. Yes, actually, I do six man. All right. Um, I'm going to say, oh, this could be interesting. Mr. Perfect. Yep. We already did Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Can't do it again, shit. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, let's Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Jake the Snake. Yep. And... Ooh, that's tough. Shawn Michaels. Okay. To take on the New Day. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. 
All right. Give us Whoever my... wins has got to eat Moodyo cereal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I like that match. That's that's a very unique match. So a six-person tag to close out the show tonight in Richmond. Uh, who do you got in this one? <laughs> i got to say the new day. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I'm going to take Dusty and his team. I think they uh, will hold their own, however. But at the end of the day, however, they'll uh, have all unicorns on their heads, and they'll be doing the uh, New Day dance after it's all said and done. So I'm going to take Dusty's team. All right, my main event is – let me think for a minute here. I just had it. So let me go over it again in my head real quick. Uh, hold on. Austin. Uh, four – and uh, I, I I have it technically right now, however. Uh, okay, uh, it'll be a five-on-five match, if you will. It'll be war game style. And the first team will be Hulk Hogan, Kerry Von Erich, Rick Steamboat, Barry Windham, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Opposing them will be the Iron Sheik, Roddy Piper. Uh, let's see. We'll put um, The Rock on the Sheik in uh, that team as a heel. Uh, we will also put... Um, that's three. We need two more heels then. I'm thinking here, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. How about Jerry the King Waller? We'll put him in that. And we'll do one more, and that is... Uh, oh, boy. I just had it, too. Uh, number five for them will be... Uh, Ric Flair. Mm. So, we got an interesting match up there. Who do you like in that one? Uh, I'm going to say Flair's team. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a tough one to go with. But at the end of the day, however, I think Hulkamania will run wild in the Omni. However, he had a brief stay, as we know, at one time in Georgia Championship Wrestling. In fact, I saw an old video of him earlier today, however. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And um, actually, I'm going to go with uh, the Hulkster's team on this one, believe it or not. So I will take him. Now, uh, very good matches all around from uh, both of us. And uh, I have got some news that we will talk about right now. And, uh, Michelle, I think you're going to be very interested in what I have to say. Of course, I will share some of these news items, of course, coming up here in just a little bit on the Revolution show. Earlier today, we understand Samoa Joe made some comments, believe it or not, and you're going to like what he had to say. He says that he would like to list Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton in the ring, believe it or not. Fact, <laughs> yeah, here are some of the comments he made. Uh, on potential main roster matches, he spoke with N- N- spoke with N- spoke with uh, NOLA for a new interview, and here are some of the comments he made. On potential rain- main roster matches, I have so much history with so much of the roster up there. AJ, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Brock Lesnar, I, I don't have any history with, but I'd love to get in the ring with. Randy Orton, another guy who we find kind of parallel, but I've never crossed paths. I would definitely love to get in the ring with him and mix it up. The options and potential is limitless. To me and to a lot of fans, these options are really incredible matches in the making. Rusev, there's another guy who I'd love to go after, said uh, Joe. On his opponent, Shinze Nakamura, however, coming up in Brooklyn, this is what he had to say. I've known him since he first started in wrestling, and his accolades speak for themselves. He's reignited any company he's ever been in with, however, and coming into NXT, he's definitely added a lot of flame to our fire, but he says he's the king of strong style. When you look at the history of wrestling and see who brought the techniques in the style that was so prolific in Japan here to the U.S., it was me. For him to say he's the king by default, that makes me the emperor. Michelle, your thoughts about the comments made by Joe? Uh, he's got balls, number one. Yes. Uh, to say that he wants to to face Orton or Lesnar is stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Orton would destroy him as well as Brock. Yes. Um, 
I, I'm not a Samoa Joe fan. Um, mm-hmm. who I respect him, you know, just as well as I say about everybody else. Right. Um, but he has balls to say what he said, like a, you know. Um, but you know, actually, in in all reality, if you think about it, if you compare like the uh, the ability in ring, the strength in ring, the um, the what's the word I'm looking for? Charisma. Uh, yeah, there there's chemistry there. There, mm. you know, to make it work, to make it it a it a good you know, 25, 40-minute match. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, you know, kudos to him to, you know, stepping up and, and, and saying, you know, he wants to kind of, you know, seek outside the box, you know, per se, of NXT. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, if it happens, it happens. I'd love to see it. Right. And speaking of uh, him, uh, speaking of Joe, how he's got that big match, obviously, with Nakamura coming up in just a few weeks from Saturday in Brooklyn. Uh, how do you think that match is going to go? What is it? Nakamura and Joe, how do you think they'll fare at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2 in a couple of weeks? Ooh, Nakamura's going to destroy him. Yeah, I could see that happen. We could definitely see that happen. I mean, we could see a new NXT World's Champion. If that's the case, uh, Joe could possibly be on his way to the main roster, possibly as early as this fall or sometime this winter. Yeah. Definitely keep our eyes peeled. Uh, Another story we're following, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, an update on Nikki Bella. According to reports, to the contrary, she has not been cleared to return to the ring yet, even though pro wrestling, she reported that WWE doctors have yet to officially clear her to return and are being careful with her due to the severity of the neck injury she suffered. Right now she is still training at the Performance Center and her training regimen is all cleared to do some work at the moment and she's hopeful she'll come back on a part-time basis if she gets cleared to return. Uh, Two questions on this front, Michelle. Do we see her come back and if so, when? And two, if she does come back, who do you think she'll be getting into the ring with, maybe? Mm, Yes, I see her come back uh, not necessarily Necessarily SummerSlam, but maybe Backlash. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gives her, you know, still a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what pay per view is after Backlash. I think it's WrestleMania. I'm not sure, but I think um, it's uh, Clash of the Champions or something like that, or No Mercy. I can't remember which one. Oh yeah, yeah, those two. Um, I would say by hopefully by Backlash. If she comes back by SummerSlam, it'll surprise me. When she comes mm-hmm. back. I see her going for her belt. I yes. see her going after Sasha. That would be interesting. I mean, that would be a very interesting feud to see those two go at it. I definitely think those two would have some great uh, matches with each other. I think uh, uh, it'd be very interesting to see a Sasha turn heel after being uh, a face for a while, however, and then all of a sudden they turn Sasha back into the heel that she is normally, however, and then have her uh, run down Nikki and just rip apart Nikki at every turn, however, because of what happened to Nikki. But, uh, We'll definitely keep our eyes and ears peeled on that. Also, speaking of divas, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say women's wrestlers, Paige was pulled from next week's tour of Australia and New Zealand because she's dealing with an injury. And earlier today, her mom posted the following Twitter regarding her time off, saying, To all the dirt sheets that are slanting my daughter, you might have to get the facts right before posting. Meltdown my arse. She's injured. Also, we understand Jimmy Uso is out of action due to an injury. That's why Jimmy... His brother Jay teamed up with Zach Ryder on last week's live events. Uh, Michelle, your thoughts about Paige's uh, status right now? Uh, what, what was Paige's status? I'm sorry. She is out of action because apparently she's injured right now, and her mom took to Twitter by blasting people, saying that uh, she, uh, I think, if I could just find it, I just saw it a second ago, she said something along the lines, however, you have no right to criticize my daughter or anything like that, however, I mean, in fact, let me let me just pull. I just pulled it back up. How? Let me pull it back up. Well, I mean, kudos to her mom for saying that. You know, stepping up, taking you know, take and protecting, and you know, speaking on her daughter's pretty much well-being. Uh, mm-hmm. I am very sad to hear that she's injured because uh, Paige is definitely one of my favorite divas. Um, I love her. You know, in ring, out ring, whatever. Um, yes. Yeah, this is what her so, mom said. This, yeah, this is what her mom said on Twitter regarding the time off today. To all the dirt sheets that are slanting my daughter, you might have to get the facts right before posting. Meltdown my arse. 
she's injured, said her mom. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would have to agree there, too. I mean, even though we haven't seen her on television for a while, however, I mean, hopefully she'll be back in the ring very, very soon. I know it's going to be a while. Maybe we don't know how long it's going to be, obviously. It could be a few weeks. It could be a couple months. We really don't know. But we haven't seen Paige on TV in quite some time. So they didn't, they didn't specify the injury, J.D.? I have not heard what the injury is. That is correct. Uh, they haven't specified. Yes, that's correct. But I have not heard yet what it is. Um, another big story we're following, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, is your boy, Seth Rollins, was apparently in the news again and made an interview with Bailey and Southside earlier this week, believe it or not. And he made some interesting comments, believe it or not. When asked about the famous wrestler's court and Roman Reigns' apology to the locker room, however... Rollins said that the system in which town who was perceived to have done something wrong would go up against, quote, a jury of peers was typically over trivial, such as someone else taking someone's seat and catering. He noted that the penalties could be a little harsh before the company went public and social media became permanent. But he was also asked if there was Roman Reigns, he was there for Roman's apology in the locker room, which was framed as a Russell's court situation. Rollins quickly said, no, that's misunderstood. He also said that Rowan actually addressed the locker room because he was, is viewed as a locker room leader and wanted to address the incident. He also said that the court was more of a lighthearted thing and that Roman's actions was more of a pro thing between himself and WWE. He also talked about his uh, role in Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakenings, as well as the brand split, believe it or not, early up this past Monday on 100.5 FM Rock in Atlanta. Your thoughts about Seth's comments, Michelle? Um... Well, we all know the bad blood between them right now. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh I, I mean, he has some points. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm still a little disgusted, honestly, to say that, you know, they got this, obviously they started a feud between Rusev and Roman for the title. Uh-huh. Um. And all, like I said, all these big dudes have been up against him, and they have not let him beat him, and all this. And um, and it's just a little sickening to me, Uh honestly. So I think that if they let Roman win this title, I'm going to go berserk. Yes. Honestly. Um, But as far as Seth's comments. Kudos to him. Seth is always a great speaker. I, I, mm-hmm. I love listening to what he says. Yeah, he he sometimes does bring up some valid points, no question about. But sometimes his mouth uh, gets him into trouble. Let's just say. But in this case, I think he did make some valid points, like you said. Speaking of Tyler, we'll talk more about this coming up here in just a few minutes here on the Revolution Show. And this is just I'm talking about one thing. I'll ask real quick before we get everyone's opinion. Of course, everyone's going to ask. I'm sure Chad's going to ask everyone's opinion about this, but did you get a chance to see the new uh, SmackDown uh, titles that they're going to be doing at all? And if you did, what are your thoughts about them? The titles? Yes. Oh, where they they show their curriculum? Yes, the new supposed belts. Uh, What are your thoughts? Oh, um, I did not see them. Okay, you did not see them. I had a chance to look at uh, them earlier today, however, I saw there's a couple of new belts. If I can try to find them, or if we can find someone, like maybe Greg could find them, or a good friend of Diesel, Gregory Kramer can post that for us, that'd be great. Uh, so what, has Dean got to give his back to, w- to Raw? I don't know if he has to give him back to Raw, or they're going to change it up a little bit, believe it or not, however. And um, like I said, it's it's unique, let's just say. It's a little blue, if you will. And then they have, apparently, from what I saw, however, I guess they're going to have new Divas Tag Team titles, believe it or not. Nice. Definitely need it. Yeah, you'll have to check it out. If I if I could try to find the picture of it before Revolution sometime tonight, or you can find them, you'll have to check it out. It's, it's pretty unique, let's just say. Um, one other thing we're following, ladies and gentlemen, we've been following since last night. We're going to keep our eyes on this story, obviously, in the coming days ahead. Apparently, superstar Billy Graham is in the hospital, we understand, and is uh, not doing very well, we understand. Uh, according to reports, he was, uh, I believe, said to be examined earlier today at the Mayo Clinic. I'm trying to find some information on that right now, but uh, I understand he was... Uh, let's see, uh, checked, I think he checked himself in last night or sometime today, however, uh, let's see, I just saw it a few minutes ago, believe it or not, however, um, where is it, I just saw it a few minutes ago, so barely, 
And uh, like I said, I did see this news towards the end of last night's show, however, as we were wrapping up here. Also, believe it or not, uh, we understand coming up in the next few weeks, however, whenever, we understand that, uh, believe it or not, JBL's got a big lineup coming up on his Legends with JBL show. In fact, uh, he's already said right now, and he revealed on Twitter recently, that upcoming Legends on his show for the Legends of JBL show will include the following names. Uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, Sting, Bruno mm. San Martino, Jimmy Hart, and even Medusa, believe it or not. Nice. So you got some uh, good guests coming up there on the JBL show, however. I know uh, I saw a brief clip of uh, part two of uh, the interview with Booker T last night, early yesterday afternoon, however, and I saw only like a couple seconds of it, but uh, from what I saw, it looked like it was a very good interview. I heard from some people tell me today that they did watch some of that interview early last night, however, part one of it anyway, uh, this, earlier tonight, however, before uh, we went on the air here, they said it was a very, very good show. And if you have not seen part two yet, you definitely have a chance to check it out uh, in more ways than one. So uh, definitely you owe it to yourself to watch that. Now, I was right. Uh, the next pay-per-view following SummerSlam coming up, in a few weeks, of course, is Backlash, as we mentioned, which our own Michelle Landauts will be attending. And then following that, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Clash of the Champions. Yes, folks, the WWE yeah. bought the former WCW name, Clash of the Champions. My friend, of course, who was on this past Sunday from India, my very, very, very good friend, Mr. Greg Harborstrett. I can never say his name right. I always fudge his name on he knows who I'm talking. If he's listening, I think he knows who I'm talking to. But if not, my good friend Greg H. from Indianapolis will be attending that show, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. So that'll be very, very interesting. Um, let's see. Other news going on real quick, of course. Uh, as you know, uh, let's see. Uh, of course, next week, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have Puff Daddy on uh, hosting Monday Night Raw in Anaheim, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Michelle. No, I said yippee. Yes. Uh but uh, we also heard, ladies and gentlemen, uh, one other news, however, item real quick. We're going to touch upon it real quick. However, we understand apparently last night in Nashville, Tennessee, apparently Bray Wyatt got hurt again last night, we understand. And oh. Yes, according to reports, we understand he suffered some type of ankle injury. And according to reports, the fan noted that Wyatt apparently appeared to Yeah, I did too, actually. Uh, do you think he will be out for any significant amount of time? And if so, how long do you think uh, he'll be out? You know, um, I'm I'm saying yeah, because uh, what I saw didn't look very good. Mm-hmm. But he played it off pretty well, and you know, finished the match out, of course. But um, yes, it it looked like he rolled it pretty good. Yes, that's what the fan was saying. And as we also said, ladies and gentlemen, last night we broke the news early. And, of course, we'll talk more about uh, the matches and what also went down on SmackDown last night live from Music City. Uh, there are now two more matches that have been listed on the card for the SummerSlam coming up in a couple weeks live from Brooklyn. They will include John Cena versus AJ Styles one more time. And this time for the Intercontinental Championship, it will be The Miz taking on Apollo Crews for the IC strap. So... Right now, you got those two matches, plus, of course, the big I'll title. I'll comment on that later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. And we're looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Of course, also last night, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, had the debut of American Alpha, which we'll be sharing our thoughts about that and other stuff here in just a few minutes on the Revolution Show, 138055-pound. Um, also, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, a couple other matches have been listed for uh, SummerSlam. They include Finn Balor and Seth Rollins for the Universal World title, which is going to be a great match, I feel. Probably one of the best matches of the year. I'm looking forward to that one. Dean Ambrose taking on uh, Dolph Ziggler for the World's title in that one. And we also have heard there will be another woman's matchup, power between Charlotte and Sasha Banks, coming up in a few weeks. Now, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, however, we will be back on with Wolfpack, of course, radio at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The caller ID is 138521-POUND. Of course, Friday night, we'll be back on with Revolution. And next Tuesday, folks, yes, folks, mark your calendars. Next Tuesday night, beginning at 9 p.m., a very special 200 will be eclipsed here on the radio network as Revolution will be hitting the 200 mark, and we will be having a big blowout. 
We're getting yes, old. We're getting old, to say the least, to sum it up best. But uh, we promised to have a great party that night. We're going to talk a lot of things past and present that have been very special over the past 200 shows. Of course, we'll share some stories. We'll share some memories. And uh, it's going to be a very fun party there coming up next Tuesday night, and you might want to check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget this Saturday, folks, we got a double dip uh, coming for you on Saturday, beginning at 1 o'clock. First off with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw and myself, along with Gerard T. Smith, 141364-pound. That is for the Power Hour, of course. We talk about the past week's shows and uh, give you our thoughts and opinions and also take a look at how many people have been listening in to all of our shows. Of course, that will be getting underway this Saturday at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And then Saturday night, hopefully we'll have, once again, the Black Widow and Gerard T. Smith, the John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, a Saturday Night Live, as I like to call them all the time. Give me the Attitude Radio, 138982-pound. Begin it after 9 o'clock. They'll be talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, TNA. Also, maybe give you their early thoughts of SummerSlam and also give you an early taste of Raw pre- Radio Preview. However, of course, this Monday, we will be celebrating our 55th episode. Yes, folks, Old Double Nickel 5-5 itself will be hitting Raw Radio this week. And we got a surprise for you coming up on Raw Radio this Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, I can say... There is word of a big trivia contest in the works right now between the Black Widow and a couple of our radio uh, sidekicks, if you will. And we will tell you it should be very, very fun to say the least coming up this week Black on Widow. Monday afternoon. Yes. It's the Black Widow is looking to uh, feast on some blood, if you will, and take down some people with her in the trivia contest. So we will be having a very special show on that this coming Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we'll give you our early predictions of raw rating. And, of course, the main event prediction on 3 o'clock. Of course, the caller ID is 138744. You can go back and listen to that every week, however, as well as all of our other shows, including this one, 139925-pound. Of course, Attitude Radio, 138982. The Wrestling Debate, 139926-pound. Of course, 141364 is uh, the Power Hour. 138521 is Wolfpack Radio. And uh, I'm trying to think if I forgot anything else. I know I did. So let me just pull out my slip of paper here that I have here buried in my desk. You can also listen to us on, um, uh, where is it? I just saw it a second ago. Here you go. Uh, you can listen to um, the uh, Outside Rope Show. Call ID number is 141387 each and every Wednesday night beginning at 6.30 p.m. And, of course, also check out another cool thing however, on our network station. Sometimes he doesn't do a podcast, but he loves to answer your questions. He is our resident bad guy himself, Gerard T. Smith. 140562, of course, is the caller ID for that. And you can listen to the bad guy give you his opinions of the state of wrestling as it's entitled Q&A with the bad guy. Well, on that note, folks, however, we're going to wrap this up here about two minutes uh, to nine o'clock, however, and we will be getting back on the air here in just relatively a few moments from now. We want to thank, of course, the Black Widow for stopping by tonight and giving us her predictions for her dream uh, fantasy matchup lineup card as well. And, of course, we will be back with you in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. So for right now, this is the Iceman saying so long. We will talk to you again soon. Have a great night, everyone, and we'll catch you in the ring. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.